You're listening to episode 70 of the Urban Yogi Podcast featuring Damien Wynn. Damien Wynn is a pioneer, international business coach, consciousness hacker, and awareness teacher who has worked with people for 20 years. He's been traveling and teaching groups for over 17 years and supported thousands of people realizing what is in the way to following their truth and take a massive jump in their lives. Today I got to sit down with Damien and we literally went into processes that he has channeled to remove imprints from the cockballs and prostate and to embody the cockballs and prostate and manhood in such a beautiful, pure way. And it's been said that sexuality is the greatest wound in all of humanity. And I really feel like we healed a big chunk of that today in the podcast. So I just want to thank Damien for helping me and all the men on this planet and women to heal the root and reconnect to the sacred, the sacredness of our genitals, our sexuality, our bodies, and our souls. I hope you enjoy my interview with Damien Wynn. Awesome. So I'm here with Damien Wynn and Damien is in, are you in Greece right now? I'm in Nikonos at the moment, yeah. Oh my gosh. What's it like there? I, I hear beautiful stories about Greece. I just had Greek food two nights ago. So good. Uh, it's fantastic. Yeah, it's, uh, I sort of pinch myself when I get food in the morning, you know, it really feels yeah. like part of my life. It's something, yeah. The nature. I know Mykonos is crazy during the summer season. It changes very much during July. But during the winter, it really shows itself. It's beautiful. It's full of flowers at the moment. We had a very light winter, so I'm still swimming and it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, I feel very blessed. Yeah, yeah. How cold does it get in the winter? Is it quite summery all year round? It can be quite summery. Up to now, it's been 15, 20 degrees. It depends. Celsius. I'm not sure what that is. That's awesome. Yeah, we're, we're Celsius too here in Canada. Yeah. And you grew up in, in Ireland, eh? Yeah, in Dublin. Oh, wow. Just on the beach I, as well. So, but I, I couldn't swim so much there. It was cold. <laughs> oh, I can imagine. Did you ever do the, the ice swimming in, in Ireland? I did. I did, yes. I, one year I did it all year round. I used to take cold showers all the time. And yeah, and then I got lazy. Took <laughs> 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 some hot showers there. But yeah. I enjoyed it. I, uh, I keep attracting really awesome Irish and Scottish uh, humans into my life. Oh, really? Um, okay. I'm part of a men's group here, and half the guys are from either Scotland or Ireland. Oh, and nice. we, all, we all like to go, we get naked, we go cold plunging, you know, in the, in the forest, and we do what we call the wild man activation, where we kind of like get in a circle and kind of like growl and get all primal. And um, I was really excited when you wanted to talk about healing the genitals, because that's a lot of what we do too is this whole like understanding that perhaps sexuality is one of the biggest wounds in all of humanity and and that ties of course into the genitals and things like um premature forced retraction where the doctor will rip the foreskin off the head of the penis too early which can cause it to scar and cause like a tightening of it a phimosis we have things like circumcision we have things like past life trauma of, of a wounding in the root so I was really excited that you wanted to, to talk about that and, and healing that. Um, yeah. And then also start, sort of tying that into, you know, focusing on the light 
but being aware of how the darkness operates. Because I believe the darkness kind of has operated in such a way to cut people, both men and women, off from the root through things like circumcision, and then cutting us off at the crown through things like vaccinations and fluoridation of the water and uh, spraying of certain uh, aluminum particulates uh, into the skies and what have you to sort of hurt the pineal gland and hurt the root. So I feel like a lot of what both you and I do is clearing this and clearing this so that we can have our connection to God and we can have our connection to our, our manhood or our womanhood at the root chakra. Yeah, yeah. We've got both, as you know, like the male and the female inside all of us. So the male vagina as well. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, it's very important for me. That was the first work that really stood out to me that I needed to focus on because I, my the work I do is based on um, embodiment. Mm -hmm. And you will not embody if you're not in your genitals, especially the anus and the perineum. And the, it's the most wounded part of the system, which creates the most control and disconnection from your, your creator. And that is being the most abused as well mm -hmm. from, as you say, from past lives, from ancestral lines with guilt, shame. I was brought up, brought up in Catholic Ireland, so lots of guilt and shame and suppression and masturbation, you'll go to hell and all this type of stuff. So so this stuff sort of was so much you know, in, engraved in the system. And also what I noticed as well is that in a lot of ancestral lines, there's a lot of incest, there's a lot of abuse, there's a lot of you know sexual abuse there. So this all disconnects us. And then also this confusion in the system around bonding. And so with the, for example, if there's the um, incest in the in the lines, it means that you're just simply born with that information. So if you have a child, your system is open not for bonding first with the child. It's confusing because your system's open, the lower chakras are leaking energy and they're open. So you're actually sending sexual energy to the child. So the child gets confused. It doesn't matter if you do something or not. If the energy rises up in the system, the child gets confused, <laughs> excuse me, with sex and love. So sex is love. I need to give sex for love. Ah. That's an imprint which a lot of us would receive. And it's very confusing. So then we go into a submissive, you know, we're sacrificial mode of giving, I must give sex for to receive love when all we want is love, you know, and then intimacy. Um, and also around intimacy, you know, with men's group, for example, and women's groups, what I notice if, is, for example, with the women's groups, it's usually the male part of the women's group, which is attacking their feminine, not the feminine. Hmm. And then vice versa. I remember I went to a group in Istanbul and I was like, I opened the system up and there, I went into the room and there was men on one side and women on the other side. And, and the men grabbed me, the women grabbed me first. They was like, Damon, wait till I tell you what the men in Istanbul are like, you know, you don't know this. I'll tell you about the Turkish men. And then the men grabbed me and told me about the Turkish women. Anyway, I opened the systems up and it was amazing. The ones who were really hammering the men or hammering the women were, um, you know, in a past life, the women were men who raped the women so it was themselves to themselves and vice versa on the men's side so as soon as i opened the system it just showed up what the truth was and what was really the root of why they were not trusting the feminine or why they were not allowing their, their male and it's usually the opposites 
if someone comes in with male topics, I'll look at the feminine side. If someone comes with feminine topics, I'll look at the male side. Right. So we have both in our system. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, it's, it was very important. The work I've been doing is about really, um, yeah, honoring my feminine side and honoring, integrating my feminine, integrating my masculine and working on all the wounds in the system from this life, from ancestral line, from past life, what you were saying. And to really, you know, almost make love with yourself, like integrate with oneself. I remember uh, years ago, there was, I was told, oh, you cannot go past a, a certain level unless you're having a heterosexual relationship because then you can go into this oneness. And that always resonated with me. Mm-mm, I got to know in the system with that. I was like, no, 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 this doesn't match my system at all. I bel- So what it is for me is that you can melt into your feminine and you can melt into your masculine, the two integrate within each other. So you can do it with yourself or you can do it with a partner. But what I noticed was that in intimacy, you know, it's like positive and negative, like magnets, you know, you, one needs to decide, okay, today I'm going to be passive or today I'm going to be more dominant. And then you slip into different magnetic fields and then you, you can melt together, you know, energetically. So most sexual topics, there's, there's a control in the system saying, okay, I, I'm forcing myself to have sex against, you know, but it's more the head because the body, the system's not ready. So right. for me, it's very important that the system is ready for intimacy, that you connect to the system and wait for the system to respond and then intimacy. And also with masturbation or something, it's like, you know, if you really wait for the system to raise and you connect or, you know, in, in heterosexual or whatever type of relationship, it's like if you allow the system to respond to you, wait for the system, you're in the flow and you're making love with the gods, you know, on, on those levels and you gain energy, you're enriched. It's like you're nourished, mm-hmm. you know, depleted. You don't get depleted. Right. Oh, and also, and you know, about not coming, and yeah, you can build the energy up. So, I love this, that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is uh, something that, when you work with the soul of the um, the organ, like of the genitals, and find out where the fragments are out, then you can really, really embody, and you can really feel the difference, like the sacredness. I remember when, like, when I was in the States first, I remember with Mel, Mel, if you're watching that, I love you very much. We did a tour and it turned out, because I've always been guided about what to work with. And I was doing a full guide, you know, around the States. And I was working with, actually, the anus was coming in very strong. I should work with people's anus. So the the sphincter muscle, the anus is really important because that's where the control is, the hatred is. You know, it's very important to work with clearing what's in the anus because that's everything that's pushed down. I'm okay. I'm fine. You know, everything's all right. I can't show my emotions. And it's in the anus. So I spent years working with the anus and finding different ways and bringing in different techniques on how to clear the anus from trauma. That's awesome. Do Do you want to share one of those techniques now? Sure. I can do it now, actually. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, sure. sure. So I feel like we benefit the listeners and, and myself and all of us. Yeah, I, I feel you're so bang on with that. The root, you know, the anus sex organ navel point. That's such a, a beautiful area that's been so ashamed. 
Absolutely. So there's, there's different points. So you've got the sphincter muscle and then up further in the anus, there's like a gate. And this brings you up into higher realms. Okay. Would that then, be the prostate gland in men? Uh, further up, I feel. I always got it that it was further up. And um, then in the perineum, I got another, I felt another point in the perineum. And then there's another one in the penis or in the vagina, but they start spiraling. When you clear them, you spiral and you start going up into the universe. It's really, it's really beautiful. But once you get them moving, it really flows. Um, and then you can activate the Kundalini energy, but yeah, we can do it now if you want. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So what's coming up first is the perineum. Let's go a little bit into the perineum. And if you just breathe down from the heart, set the intention, the intent, there's no need to try anything. There's no need to push anything. If your mind's active, it's all okay. Everything's fine. Simply set intention. Intention, intention is enough. And take a deep breath down into the perineum. The perineum's just between the anus, the testicles, the anus, the vagina, and squeeze the muscles down there for a moment. And then drop down. And just observe yourself like energy. And you may even notice a spiral of energy flowing clockwise or anti-clockwise. And I invite you to stay with it for a few moments, observing this energy and even you can breathe down and hold the muscles again and then release beautiful and now it's opening up with the heart too so you get a spiral of energy into your heart breathing down taking a deep breath and slowly breathing out through the mouth and if you notice yourself spacing out or coming out of the body, set the intention, I'm not that child anymore. I'm an adult and I choose to stay in the body. I accept. Okay, so the perineum is starting to act, is activating. So I'm being drawn to work with the testicles and the penis as well now. That's coming up first. Keep breathing into the heart. And even all the muscles down there, they're also integrating and clearing at the moment as well. And we have subtle bodies, physical and then energetic bodies. Breathing down to these muscles. If you want to imagine that you're just clenching, you're pulling back and you're peeing, just that muscle there, just a few times breathing with it and holding and releasing.
and bringing up the shaft of the penis. Just energetically imagine you're breathing up in through the head of the penis and all the way up the shaft. All the way up to the heart. And imagine the land of the head of the penis like, like your heart, and it's your heart, and that connects directly to your heart. Okay, I'm feeling in some of your listeners, I can feel the circumcision information there. Okay. And if you can set the intention to whoever was involved in that circumcision to release the energy of that person from you. And the ceremony around us also releasing whatever trauma information you were experiencing at that time as a kid. And just like with quantum William, the skin energetically is still there. So you can even allow the foreskin information to come back to this area, to the head of the penis and into the foreskin again. So soul fragments. Past lives, because past lives are very strong at the moment. Past lives are very easy to work with. How I work with them is I always describe it like the Empire State Building. Every floor is a different life. And in the center, it's an elevator, but that's your channel. And the only reason this past life's active is because the soul fragments left behind. So if there's any injuries around the genital area, if there's fragments left behind, we're not going to go into the reasons to left behind, simply set the intention that they make transition through your channel now. And we'll start collecting the soul fragments of the genitals and the anus. Manhood, the sacred masculine, the leader, the warrior. And set the intention to release all shame and guilt and sexual belief systems, religious belief systems from your system around sexuality. They just simply connect your own creator at source. Look from society's belief system of sexuality or the gay scene or everywhere, just all the belief systems of sexuality. 
simply unplugging from those matrices and going directly to your source, your creator. very much with, I'm here in Mykonos, but I work very much with Apollo, uh, because Apollo's got very sacred sexual energy, a sacred channel, very pure, no guilt, no shame. It's just on the island beside me here in Delos. So if you can set the intention, I'll guide you into a channel, which is really, really pure, really sacred before any guilt, shame came into the system. I'm always looking for blueprints where there was no guilt or shame. So it's like making love with the gods. Mm -hmm. That's what, that's what we really are doing. If we really surrender, we're making love with guts. channel analogy really I really feel that like I, when you were saying like all the soul fragments and coming back to it's hard for me to verbalize it but I everything you're saying I'm feeling on a very deep level like I'm feeling the the wounds of my ancestors in the genital area and I'm yeah. feeling them just rooting for me right now rooting for us right now like yes thank you for doing this work and it's like they're the soul fragments are coming back and then i'm feeling this clear channel opening it's very beautiful and uh, i got this very strong uh, came in very strong a couple of months ago actually and um, it's like from spirit and it's like on the island here there's a beautiful um statue of the lingam and the testicles mm -hmm. and i see the it's like it's like holding the testicles and lingam and you know honoring how beautiful they are and how beautiful erect penis is you know but in a sacred because the penis there's a beautiful one actually in, in the museum here and it's got a penis with um lingam with wings mm. so the lingam is the connection to the gods so it's got wings and it's very beautiful and it's that's for me what the lingam is it's a sacred connection to the higher realms Mm -hmm. That's how we connect. That's how we go high. I love that you're using the word lingam because in English yeah. that means pillar of light. It is a pillar of light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the anus too. Mm. It's like a, it's like it's interesting. I was working with clearing the anus there last week. <laughs> I felt like, oh well, the sun is shining through my anus. It was like I could feel it. You know, this pure light. Uh huh. And that really is when you clear. It's just like. It's, a, it's a like, I know it's like, it's a, like a black hole, but it's like you go into the universe within you. Right. And that's how I work. It's always, I don't go out. I go into my cells to connect to the universe. Go inside, not out. Go into the universe in you. Mm. So going down into the lingam and it's pure, pure light. So I'm going to work, just go a little bit now with the, 
the sphincter muscle in the anus, okay? And you just squeeze the sphincter muscle just a little bit. And we're also going to work, yeah, soul fragments I feel straight away, okay? So we work with past lives so if there's any soul fragments out of the anus and release anyone's energy from there. And there's so much love in the anus. There's so much love in the genitals and the perineum and the lingam. It's just so much love, so much love. It's so innocent. They're so sacred and innocent. And that's what really comes up is how sacred the lingam is, how sacred the anus is, how sacred the perineum is. Mm -hmm. Just working on clearing any shame, rage out of the system. Mm. I'm breathing into the anus. What's really important too is because I'm always going to the, the museums, I'm watching because the, the statues for me are blueprints and I get information from them. And what is really strong is like, the, you can see really in the, all the Greek statues, they all have amazing butts, you know? But when I was tuning into the frequency, especially around the heart area, you know, and also the butt, it's like the muscle, the buttocks, the muscle, it's like a testless free energy. You have a coil of energy there. And if you go into that field and you go just below the navel, that's where your power base is and the energy builds up. But then it also in the buttocks, it's like this pocket there in it. And it's, an, it's a it's pure life force. And it's it's like Tesla's free energy. You know, it's like right. all the power, you can bring it up. Yes. Or you can bring it down or you can bring it into the genitals. You can really go high with it, but that's where your power comes from. That's your power center. So oh, all, all the statues, I, I was sitting like spent days, you know, been going for years to museums and I've been just sitting with the statues and, and these blueprints and I can see that's where the power base is. That's the power base down here. Without that, I'm, I'm disconnected. So if someone says drop into your heart, for me, I don't drop here, I drop down here. Nice. That's where the heart is for me. I love that. And I love in, in Montauk Chia's teachings, he's always getting us to stand and do squats and, and horse stance where the knees are slightly bent. So the glutes are engaged. You know, yeah. I've heard 
uh, one of my teachers says, the world doesn't need more balloons. We need to be grounded in our bodies. And I love how you just said, like going into the body to connect to the universe. Uh, one of my teachers called it like, developing your self-sensory system. And even in Kundalini Yoga, they're always talking about really cultivating the navel point, balancing out the rectum, sex organ, navel, grounding down in there. So then your, your heart feels supported to be open. Absolutely. If you want to create new earth or if you want to manifest, that's where you create it down there. Mm. That's for me where I create. I speak from there. I live from there. I love from there. Everything is from that point. Otherwise, I'm disconnected. I'm up here. I'm from the mind. So it's very, for me, it's very important to be rooted. Right. Connected. I love that because in, in many sort of spiritual traditions, I'm thinking even in many Buddhist lineages, they don't even go below the belly button ever. Um, you know, and, and it's all, it's all sort of, I've noticed actually there's high rates of uh, diabetes and certain health conditions in Buddhist monks, because they're almost like taught to, to avoid their, that raw power, uh, you know, just always be in that meta loving kindness state, even though like, for example, the Chinese have raped and pillaged the Tibetan villages for a long time. But from a young age, the monks are taught to go right to loving kindness. And I was studying um, this book called Dodging Energy Vampires by Dr. Christiane Northrup. And she was referring to some study where they, they were finding that the reason why diabetes was, so, diabetes was so high in these Tibetan monks is because when you're constantly going to loving kindness and avoiding any of that sort of like grounded, earthy, um, sort of righteous anger, when you're always avoiding it, it causes um, like a, a high amount of endorphins to be released into the bloodstream, which affects the reuptake of glucose. Um, so literally, you're like sugarcoating your true feelings. Yeah, and I yeah, feel yeah. Like there's some, I, maybe you can elaborate on, there's some connection I feel between the root and, and expressing as you just said, expressing like your true self instead of just always sugarcoating things, like really expressing how you really feel. And I feel that could sort of tie into a conversation about like, how do we create change, exposing the dark, but not focusing on it so much that we get, that we're um, creating the opposite because what you push against, you, what you fight, you strengthen. Okay, okay. So <laughs> let's just go back to the anus for one moment because I just, just <laughs> Then, and then we do, then we'll do that. No, 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 because I can feel it. I can feel it. Just because awesome. I know this is one we, we avoid very much. So I want to just breathe right. down one more time. I want to just show us, yeah. Breathe down, yeah. Deep, 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 deeper, deeper, deeper. And then, yeah, that's it. Even to the soles of your feet. What's very important for me is black light. Black light is the energy between the stars. Light on its own will take you out of your body. Black light. But then you've got black goo. Black goo is like the soul information that connects the connective tissue and brings you back into the body, spirit back into the body. It's like very sensual. And then you have your astral body, which brings in the sens sensual energies. So it's like sensual and cozy and tender and loving. It's like if you, you know, the coffee effect, if you don't have your coffee in the morning, you're clumsy, you're hitting off things and you're groggy. That's because your astral body's out. But actually the astral body is nothing to be, some people are afraid of it. The astral body is where all the sensual energies come in. So it's very important that you set the intention to embody 
cellularly, your astral body and down into the genitals, down into the legs too. And then, then your sensory body is completely active. And just breathing down into the perineum and the, yeah. And I just bring a little bit of the Kundalini energy up a little bit. And I'll do that with the, the tip of the tongue, the S. Yeah. Yeah. And just really maybe even rotating the hips. Get it to build it up and waking up the snakes inside us. Mm-hmm. Just giving space. So it's like lighting that furnace or the flames. Breathing down, beautiful, it's moving, yeah. I just have to use the washroom. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Put this on pause one second. Oh, yeah, yeah. Awesome. So we're, okay. We're doing so, our awakening. Okay. So if you focus once again, just breathing down to the perineum, okay? And we're going to raise the energy up. And it's like the tongue goes to the top of the palate. And I'm going to make the sound. And just, just very slowly. It's not to go up and out of the body, but it's to awaken this smoldering fire inside you, you know? And I'll just start, yeah. Lots of space, lots of space, and really sensing the body. Breathing down into the ligament. so nourishing and this literally nourishes all your cells beautiful cave there and this flame in there. Let's see there.
start going up. The two snakes spiraling, spiraling, spiraling up. Space. but still connected to the body. Mm. And it's like every time you were making love and you were going to this higher orgasmic state, it's like that energy is still there and maybe you didn't allow it to come into your cells. So you can allow it to even open and pour back down through your channel and down into your cells and down into your being. from the anus is starting to open up as well and spiral up. feeling well good i'm feeling like a lot of light coming down mm -hmm. it's, a, it's almost like because i spent so many years out of my body i'm reminding myself and you're reminding me to stay in the body as the light is coming in to still have a certain awareness of the root and the groundedness to earth absolutely absolutely yeah and when you stay in this rotation stay here the energy is like it gets better actually it's even more strong, more sacred. It's like, and it comes down, it's safe to come down. It's really right. safe. safe. This is so healing because it clears all the wounds that's in the system. I'm, 
I'm noticing and feeling that analogy you gave to like the stars and also the gooey black. Yeah, the black goose is like the soul information from the earth and it connects you back into the cells. It's like we have got the subtle bodies, which are non-physical, and the black goo brings us into the tissue, the connective tissue, and also back into, um, then you have the astral body, mm-hmm. and you have the black light. Black light is really important to create space, and that's where we create from in that space. Very interesting, because I started taking Shilajit. I don't know if you've heard of Shilajit. Uh, I've been taking it for years. I love it. I love it. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. I take the the, the uh, purified version that's been like traditionally done the Ayurvedic way, but it's it's black goo and it's literally black like this is it. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Take it with honey and it opens up the system. Yeah, and and they've done studies now that it actually elevates testosterone levels in men. Yes, yeah, yeah, it's really good. I work a lot with the brain with uh, Alzheimer's dementia, and it works also on the, the vessels of the brain. I can feel it working on my brain, wow. and. It, definitely uh, for the erection as well it's it's very good um, but you can feel it cellularly it works through your whole system so yeah the shilajit is, is the black goo it's exactly the black goo yes I take it all the time I love it. <laughs> yeah I love it. it's great and for the bones it's good for the bones yes what's beautiful is you can feel it now is your bone marrow I love the bone marrow just mm. set the intention to go dive into your bone marrow mm. And all this beautiful energy can go into the bone marrow. Marrow. Mm-hmm. Only the intention and breathing through, just into the bones. Yeah, that's it. Let's go deeper, and maybe we go into the sacrum, the tip of the tailbone, and we can set the intention to go into the tip of the tailbone. to which your permission I'm going to work a little bit down more with the anus and with the genitals and the hips a little bit as well in the second. For sure. I'm feeling a mixing or a fusing of the star energy and the gooey energy. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's beautiful. Mm. honoring of the beauty of my genitals and just the genitals in general of humans yeah yeah feeling a warmth in the in the testicles almost as if they're kind of dropping and getting a bit bigger mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And at the same time, I'm feeling rooted, really rooted through the sacrum, as if there's like a taproot exactly. down to the earth, but also up to the heavens. Yeah. And the, the testicles are usually, in men, they're, they're retracted because it's not safe. 
Right. And then I noticed, like, even when my own testicles, I noticed that they were dropping. You could feel that they were dropping out, and even the, the penis was retracted, and now it's more safe. Right. So it's safety, yeah. For me, yeah. it wasn't safe. Right. So it's, it kind of, like, shrinks up like a turtle. It comes back because it's not safe, yeah. Right. And then when you're in that sort of parasympathetic state where you're fully embodied, they just hate. Exactly. And that feels so good to be able to just walk yeah. around with your penis relaxed and your balls relaxed. Because it's, yeah, like I'm I swimming here in Mykonos all the time. I'm always naked, you know, when walking on the beach. But it's like, yeah, because it's it's people, it's crowds. Crowds are dangerous. It's not safe. Because mm. if there's abuse in the system or in the past, the system responds. You can't force it. Even if you want to do something, you won't force spirit. Right. You know? So it's like you have to, it's, it's very, very important for me. I'm always, when I'm working with people or groups, it's like to, allow them to reconnect to their, 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 uh, the body intelligence, the body wisdom, the soul of their body, and never to force, you know, wait for your body to be ready and talk to your partner. You know, I want to, you know, let's connect when we're ready or give space to each other and allow us to connect and allow the energy to come up, but allow safety into the system first. Right. And wait to respond to the ready or the anus is ready for, you know, so really safety. And, and then the body and spirit makes love. Mm. Otherwise it's abuse to the body, to the soul, because you're forcing the soul to do something it's not ready for. Right. You're abusing yourself because I have to perform. I have to be doing this, I have to do that, but it's not connected with the spirit. So it's mind, body, spirit to make love. Mm-hmm. And then there's nourishment and then you connect to the higher realms. And then, so for example, even with this energy we just did. So if you stay in that energy and meditate and you want to manifest something in your life, okay. And you bring that manifestation down below the navel and stay with, with this energy still running. Okay. Cause it's creation field. This is pure creation energy now. Mm. So it's before manifestation. So if you, start visualizing and feeling and sensing and imagining yourself doing that, whatever it is, that job, or you're in that home or on that island, whatever, visualize from that space or with that partner and feel it, feel it. It's important to go into the feelings and you have this energy in your system and your emotions. And then you get this this like rush, almost ecstasy, ecstasy rush through your system. And then you let it go. Now you've sent like a photograph to the universe and the universe will attract that law of attraction that comes into the system. Feel it and then let it go. Yeah. Yeah. It's important for me. It's always about letting things go. Mm-hmm. Very cool. So it's moving. Yeah. It's moving now. How do you feel now? What's your sense? Well, I feel an openness and a grounding in the, in the body. And then I'm noticing the brain is like, well, this is like really, hmm. I spent so many years in, in shame. Uh, I spent so many years in sort of like um, paranoia and anxiety that, I mean, I've done a lot of work on myself through breath work and stuff uh, and, and sexual Kung Fu to clear that, but there's just tiny little threads of it still in the brain. So I'm just really just yeah. focusing on my breath and my body to stay in the body. And it's like, tell my brain, it's okay. You're allowed to feel this good. I'll show you how to clear the brain. It's very easy. Okay. So 
imagine the sun is hitting your third eye, okay? And you're breathing in the sunlight through your third eye back to the perineum and down to the heart and down all the way to, to the ground. And keep breathing this like energy through your frontal lobe. And this light goes through your frontal lobe and that'll start clearing the frontal lobe and especially the sides and set the intention that your, your, your spirit, you will accept your spirit to be active in your frontal lobe. I just felt a release here. Yeah, let's just about to say that. And then you set the intention to be active as spirit in left and right hemisphere. So we're going to, this way, it's clearing all the subconscious belief systems. Everyone's always asking, you know how to think things or know what positive things, you affirmations and all that. It won't work unless you're working subconsciousness. You need to work through the subconsciousness. This mm -hmm. is how you do it. Breathing down, down, down. Being aware of both sides of the brain, left and right hemisphere and brainstem. And then, yeah, we can even activate the pineal gland even more. Imagine the sun in the pineal gland. Hmm. And then also we can do past lives with the pineal gland and say, okay, any past lives, lives are left aspects of my pineal gland behind. I invite all the soul fragments of my pineal gland to come back and my brain to come back from past lives. Mm. All soul fragments. <laughs> and my channel to come back. Mm. I'm feeling coming back. I'm feeling my brain being healed. almost like all the soul fragments are coming in and then there's this golden energy just healing it okay yeah mm. and and every cell is important so i set the intention that every cell if you imagine yourself like a sand timer but it's there's a piece of sand maybe out of some of the cells and that's your soul fragments so if you set the intention that all the lives where i had the sand out that it simply pours in now into all my cells and my body my entire body Mm. sand will start filling up in every cell with intention everything is so much brighter <laughs> yeah yeah i was going to say i'll work with your eyes your sight just saw a thing that you're saying about the eye we can work with that now oh that'd yeah. be great yeah i have a, a vaccine what i understand to be a vaccine injury that caused a, a nerve sort of damage in in the eye i had it with the brain as well oh really yeah 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 that's why i work so much with the brain mm. So just let's work on the eyes, okay? All past lives where you've soul fragments out of the eyes, including this life, they can come back now. Whoa, whoa. I just felt my eyes straighten out. I used to be cross-eyed. Really? Yeah, as a kid, yeah, yeah. I just, I'm feeling like where the surgeons were cutting in because basically the injury happened and then they tried to fix it with surgery. And so I'm just feeling like everything clear out, just releasing any, uh, that trauma. I'm feeling light coming in. I'm going to set the intent. I'm, I'm smelling in the sense of a lot of 
and maybe they're eating the, whatever drugs they did give you to knock you out. I can sense it, I can taste it. So this can be released as well, or anyone who's watching this as well. Thank you. That was actually a, another thing. It's like, it's not only the trauma of the, you know, the vaccine, the surgery, but also the anesthesia. Thank you. there's a piece on like feeling unworthy of having perfect vision that I'm feeling coming up. So it's like, I'm worthy of being healed. <laughs> I am worthy of, of being healed. For me, I had, uh, I needed glasses a few years ago. I was living in Berlin at the time and I went to a very German uh, eye specialist and she was like, you need glasses. And like, it's going to get worse. And this is your condition and it's going to get worse. And I was like, okay, thank you for your diagnosis. And I leave, you know, I don't need glasses. I'm okay. I accept the condition. So I went back and I says, okay, I accept the diagnosis, what she gave. I accept the eyesight the way it is. And from that moment, I'm going to make it better. Mm. So then I started developing different techniques for the eyes. Nice. I didn't need glasses. So I realized I worked on all the topics related to the eyes. So I'll start working on this with you now and your listeners. To see is to see inside. Mm. If I want to see, I see inside. If I want to feel, I feel inside. If I want to hear, I hear inside. Mm. Your eyes are in your feet, they're in your hands, they're in your heart, they're in the back of your head and the back of your heart. And the third eye. I'm feeling as if the eyes are like being reconnected back to all the different, you know, mm-hmm. in my body or something. I'm just calling in for the intention is to bring in the blueprint of your eyes mm. and then activate the stem cells. And for me, it's very important as well, is to go into the eye sockets mm-hmm. and also <laughs> to go into the into the, um, the skull. I worked a lot with clearing the brain, but it wasn't enough because we have got memory fields which build up into the skull and past life memory fields. And they kept popping up in my system. I was like, whoa, where's that coming from? And I realized it's in the skull bone. 
I felt like healing light come in. And then I felt like here there was some darkness or like entities trying to like keep me so in stuff. It's, yeah, it's here at will. So when I worked, uh, I'm always observing people at different states. So when you're in panic state or, or spiraling, looping, it's here. So if someone's in panic, immediately we'll work with these two areas and that'll get them back in and it, this starts popping and then their spine collapses and then down here, there's different points that start activating trigger points. Um, but if you work with here, but the skull itself holds all the memory fields, it's amazing how, so I start working, I worked in all the whole body through the muscles, the tissues, the bone structure, the cells, the nervous system, the organs to clear the memory fields. And then I'm just mirroring that to you. So I'm giving you transmissions of, it's like, my thing was always to find, I need a blueprint. I need something clear. And then if I, I set the intention to connect to something that's clearer than myself, then myself has that information and will copy it immediately. I see. So when I'm working with people, I set the intention to get to all my cells, or whatever I worked on. And if it helps the person, I connect to their cells and then set the intention that the transmission starts. And then you get the information and also the information will have to clear it in the system. Mm. You'll feel it. Just set that intention now to connect to your cells. And I'll start to seal. And it's very fast. There's no energy even going between us. It's just, it's happening. It just happens automatically. I'm feeling a brightness and I'm feeling the cells remembering and then reorganizing back to their original nature. Exactly. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> still, it's still doing it a little bit more. It's okay. into your cells. <sighs> and breathing down to your sacrum, your feet. Down into the anus. Feeling very calm.
Mm-hmm. Now you're, yeah, that's it. Now you're getting, mm-hmm. and break down into that area below the navel. And from your heart, opening your heart up down there. It's open already, I feel it. Breathing down and release from the breath. The breath. New space, I'm in new space. the glutes reactivating yes really you want to set the intention the bones the muscles that's your tissue Spartans and how like they discovered their bones and their bones were like really strong and, and bigger than ours and, and it makes me think of how they were always working out naked and probably doing similar things that we're doing with each other to like charge their bones like iron sharpens iron. It, with the bone structure it's well the bones uh, are, are um, if you well the bones are, are what holds spirit together. Mm. So the bones for me would be the first. So if you set the intention to embody in your bones and um, then your spirit will start embodying, then you go the muscles, the tissues, the ligaments, the, the nervous system will start, have something to hang on to. Mm-hmm. You know, it's often when I was, when I uh, see people walking, sometimes I see them, they're walking and their spirit is like flagging behind. Right walking like this <laughs> and I realized oh wow they're not in their bones they're not connected to their bones mm. organs sometimes like that so, and I used to have it myself like where it, well I was it was out of my body most of my life and um, but I noticed that 
I, there'd be cold spots on me where I'm not in. Right. So the more I'm getting in, the more warm I'm getting, the more cozy I'm getting, the more touched, the more it's like solid. I, I go through each of the organs, for example, you work with each of the organs, organs and be grateful and really connect to each organ and go into it like a, a trip inside the heart or the liver. You'll start feeling the liver and then you start feeling actually it being supported and you start feeling what's around and the support around and then you go to the next organ the next organ they all support each other but once you bring awareness to them they're like wow thank you for connecting to me you know i remember i did it like it's a ritual of connecting to you know I woke up one day and i says wow i'm so grateful i can open my eyes wow thank you thank you what you know what you've given to me over my whole life that i can see you know wow thank you Oh my God, my knees, well, you know, I went climbing, I went high, I, what I wouldn't be able to do if I didn't have my knees. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I start doing this, my body starts responding to me. Mm-hmm. And I went through every day different points in my body. And then I start working, discovering and feeling and sensing and what do you want? How can I support you? And then I start communicating with me. And the whole body start communicating together as one. And it responds. And I realized like <clears throat> when I did that exercise, I was like, wow, I put more effort into buying a pair of shoes or, or trousers than I did into my own knees, you know, or my, you know, we think about other things, but we don't actually forget about our body and how our body's always been there for us. Right. A lot of people hasn't been, my body's been here for me all the time. My heart's beating all the time. It's been here for me all the time. It never let me down. Otherwise it wouldn't be in the body at the moment. Mm-hmm. So if you bring honor to your organs, honor to your cells, it starts responding. Mm. It's like if you do some yoga or some stretching or some exercise, the body responds, loves it and starts responding immediately and gives you the results immediately. Well, this so, is very interesting because this is all stuff that I've been studying with Montauk Chia in terms of, you know, he's always saying, combine your mindfulness with the happy healing light of your inner smile. As you just said, imagine the golden sun beaming down into your organs, you know, Inhale the red light of joy into your heart. Exhale any patience. You know, inhale the yellow light of uh, openness and trust into your spleen. Exhale any worry, excessive thinking. Uh, Inhale blue healing light into your kidneys of calm. Exhale any fear. Inhale green light of kindness into the liver. Exhale any um, anger. That was, oh yeah, inhale the white light of courage into your lungs. Exhale any sadness. So it's like, at first it seems so weird to be focusing on and sending love and smiling into the organs, but it feels so good. They, they yeah, they, they open. Mm-hmm. They open. And then when you, when spirit goes in, when you embody, you can feel this, you know, this, you can feel, I don't know, you get a sense that, wow, I can feel my borders or something but i feel juicy rich drenched and the bones for me are like bamboo or flexible mm-hmm. there's fluid there and then also in the spinal fluid spinal fluid is beautiful if you go to spinal fluid up to the perineum mm-hmm. the cerebral spinal fluid yeah and we can like use that to like bring our sexual energy up, like 
fuse it with the cerebral spinal fluid and bring it up. Mm -hmm. Is there any way to bring that healing sexual energy to like a cavity? Like I'm healing a cavity in my tooth. Absolutely. Yes. You can bring it anywhere in your, in your body. Now the tooth would be interesting. So which one is it? It's the back bottom uh, molar. And actually what happened is I had braces and the, the metal grooved into the tooth on this side, especially it was done quite tight. And so it created this groove, almost like a little cut on the tooth. And then I was seeing a hygienist who was especially quite violent. And she, I believe she chipped a, a piece off and then a cavity formed. So, okay. So, there, so I used the word a lot with the teeth. And um, for me, the, the, the back one, the wisdom teeth is the ancestral. And um, then how we're coping with the ancestral. So the one that's chipped is about how you're dealing with it. And it's it, interesting. It's the one before, because I had my wisdom teeth out. Yeah, just before it, yeah. The one I'm feeling from you is, is how you're dealing with your ancestors information in your system and you've been trying to get out and break free. Hmm. So it's like, so if you can honor the first, allow the roots, even if you lost it, allow the, 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 the root to connect to the heart, hmm. all the teeth to connect to the heart. Uh, I'll work a little bit with the, the jawbone and the teeth. I grind my teeth and I think that's part of it too. At night, I'm like, Arr. I start to do that. With the lockdown, I start to do that as well. <laughs> <laughs> that's a big thing at the moment. I went to the dentist and they're totally booked out because of that. They told you what? Well, the dentists, they're all booked because everyone's grinding their teeth now and breaking the yeah. teeth because they're being held down. See, the lockdown is bringing everything up in our system where we've been held down against our will. So if there's abuse in your life, any part you were held down is popping up in your system. It's opening. And then you're grinding your teeth at night. Right. You get out at that time as a kid or whatever abuse was in the system, you couldn't speak it out. So all these things are coming from the system. So it's very deep healing at the moment on a world level. That's really cool. I studied Germanic new medicine and they say it's exactly what you said. It's a bite back conflict, not being able to bite back after you've been attacked or held down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this is a mass abuse, what's happening in the world at the moment. Mm-hmm. So, and we can't bite back, you know, right. or whatever, you know, free speech. So this is why the system, like all the dentists, every dentist seems to be booked out at the moment, because it's like everyone's grinding their teeth because we've been, we're being abused. Uh-huh. But it's first it's to work on your own abuse. Where is that coming from your past? Where is it in your ancestral life? Where is it in your past lives? And then if you resolve that, then you clear it in the field as well. Right. And as above, so below is within, so without. So the idea is as we are able to, despite the lockdown, despite these external sort of attacks on our freedom and our sovereignty, if we can still find that freedom within and heal from within and then that will eventually be reflected back to us absolutely like i'm using every single day since this happened to see what it opens in my system and to transform and say yes okay fantastic i'm not a victim of this i'm growing from it i'm expanding from it you opened it thank you i've transformed it and then i'm sort of like out of that system and it's not affecting me in that way i say as productive as possible and uh, use it to support me rather than i'm not going to be a victim of it and then i also raise my frequency beyond that that it's not in my reality in a way i'm aware of it i see it 
I'm sort of like my system is not responding to it. It doesn't give it energy. In the beginning, it's like, you know, but as I work through, it's like, then it, my system doesn't get triggered by it. It doesn't react the same way. It's almost like, yeah, I see it for what it is. I see it for what it is. I can see everything for what it is. Sometimes I, you know, and it's getting more and more that I can see every day. And as I'm working my system, then it starts transforming the system around me. Mm, I see. Or is it called to turn inwards? Yeah. Um, where if, for example, um, I worked in the past a lot with different activists and they would, I would see them like giving speeches and that, and they would, they would make the field stronger because they were fighting, but they were, they were bringing it up from a wound. They were speaking from a wound. If you speak from a wound, you make the other polarity stronger. Mm. But if you speak from your core, from your being, it transforms it because if it's the truth, it transforms the field. Mm. Can't stop the truth when it's from your core. But if you bring it from a wound, then it hits your system back. I see. I see. So so people like, you know, not to I'm not calling out anybody, but I I follow David Wolf on his telegram and, and he posts these sort of funny memes, but some are quite jabbing of of sort of what's going on. And like I I always think of the scale of consciousness and like I spent so much time in shame. I guess there is a place for anger because it's a higher frequency than shame as long as the intention is to continue to move towards joy. I love my anger. I have no problem with anger. I'll get angry. I love anger. It's from love. It forms from it's from a space of love. It's like God's anger, you know? Mm-hmm. It's needed. It's part of the system. There's nothing to be ashamed of. Anger. Anger is needed in the system when it's needed. The system will respond when it's needed. But if it's from a space of brutal or attack or hatred, it's a different type of thing. That that's destructive anger. But if it's, if it's the truth in the system, then it's different. Mm. You know, system. So it was interesting. My dog uh, is a great teacher. And after I had an abuse and it was like, I had was missing this. Well, I, actually what happened was I was walking my dog one day and he's a chocolate Labrador and he ran into a bush and he ran out of the bush. I was like, oh God, what was in the bush? So there was a little kitten, like a few days old in the, in the bush. And I was like, wow, I, I need what that kitten has, you know, because she scared my dog, which is big compared to this little ball of fluff. How did she do that? So I was there sitting with her. I was there meditating. I was like, okay, what's missing in my system? How come she has and I don't? What what is this cat that I, that I don't have? And then my dog barked when somebody came to the door. And I said, oh, wow, now I know what it is. They have got the kill in the system. Killing system. Yeah, they have a they have an, a kill in the system. It's like so it's like a bear, you know, a mother or fat or bear. If their cubs are in danger or being attacked, they will attack or kill the predator. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now that's a natural thing which is in our system, which has been turned off. Mm-hmm. And when it's turned off, we get out of the body. Mm-hmm. We get parasites, we get viruses. Mm. Turned off with guilt, shame, abuse. Okay. But actually, 
when you bring it back on, so it, it, the way I do it is a different way, okay? It's not kill, kill, kill. So it's not kill with hatred. So it's to activate. So your immune system needs to have this. Mm. So I would argue that, that, par that, yes, parasites, but I would argue viruses have never been, I would say a virus is more like a solvent that gets, uh, that's endogenously created to help you heal. Like yeah. I feel like a virus because viruses have never been isolated whereas parasites i can see we've millions of viruses i love my viruses i love my bacteria. it's when things go out of balance mm. things about balance mm. so for me there's no real bad energies it's about you know they should everything if everything's in in order it's like in your house you, you place you have the toilet you've got the kitchen you've got a bin you've got the, the the food in the fridge you know everything has a place everything's good but if something's out of place, it's out of balance, it's out of harmony. Why is it out of harmony? Because there's a wound or there's, a, there's something unresolved in the system. So um, viruses and bacteria and all <coughs> are perfect when they're in balance. Mm -hmm. So what takes them out of balance and then what brings in parasites is when you're out of your body in fear. Mm -hmm. If you open a system up of fear or an old, an old wound of abuse, Mm. So what's the media doing? The media is pumping fear in the system, which opens old people's systems of fear, which takes them out of the body, which then the parasites get in and then they get sick. They're out of their body. So the more you open people's systems, because if you see somebody being killed on the news, your system thinks, your subconscious thinks that's you and starts going into you know, flight mode. So then you're out of your body or you get numbed by watching too much killing on TV and your system doesn't know how to respond to it anymore. You get, I did, yeah, the word cut out, you get which by watching it? it you get, your system gets numb to numb. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's numb to watching too much violence on TV or pornography. You know, you're disconnecting from yourself. Right. From true nature. True nature is connection, is order. I see. So it's like we need to learn to love our microbes because we're 10 to 1 microbe and really just love our juicy, like we're like a hotel for microbes. So it's about staying in, in um, like staying balanced, as you said, so that everything can function harmoniously. To do that, for me, I needed to find ways to first make the system feel safe. Safety is number one in the system. Okay. So my inner child doesn't trust me if there's a wound open okay it's like well i'm not going into the body i don't trust you you didn't defend me as a kid so i'm not going back into the body so what i needed to do was to find different ways for my inner child to feel safe okay so um we, if you want we can do a little now if you want i don't know was it too much sure we could do it yeah okay, okay. so um for your okay so good so there's it's for you for your spirit to feel safe okay so it's not enough to say trust me your spirit will say fuck you okay i don't trust you <laughs> come down you never trust you know you never protect me before you're going to disappear your body okay so your my spirit needed to know that I don't care what people think of me. I don't care if, you know, I will totally protect my, my, my inner child and defend my inner child no matter what. So 
Okay, first of all, I worked a little bit with the samurai. <laughs> so I had an ex-wife who was Japanese and was samurai. So I, I, I have the samurai information in my system. And so I start working with samurai sword. So I started integrating this information of samurai sword into the system. But then I started working on a different level because I wanted to bring it to another level again. So I'm gonna bring you through just a little meditation to activate on a soul level, everything, okay? okay. So just breathe into your spine for a moment, into your heart. And taking a deep breath into all your cells. And I'm gonna open up different archetypes on a soul level, because our soul remembers these archetypes. And they're more than archetypes, they're, they're it's aspects of, of who we are. So we have got an earth dragon. And you can call up and awaken your earth dragon and the element fire. really breathing up from the earth. And really feeling how it is, sensing how it is with this, to have your earth dragon there all the time, all the time with you. In a sense of him, mm -hmm. dark and earthy, kind of like trilogy. <laughs> so then we've got our phoenix, and the phoenix is huge, and opening the phoenix wings, and the element fire again. Transformation. The phoenix is a transformer. Heavy energies. The phoenix transforms all darkness in the system. And that's in the heart. It's huge wings. Fire. And awakening your own phoenix in that energy. Really opening the phoenix wings. They're huge. And feeling how it feels to have that transformation energy of the phoenix in your system. And it's your phoenix that's there all the time. Feeling how it feels to know your phoenix is there all the time. And it's huge, huge, much bigger than your physical aspect. Do you feel your phoenix, Will? It feels like very open and spacious. And as you just said, it's like extending beyond my body, sort of like an orange golden Phoenix. Mm -hmm. 
then you have your eagle. Mm. Eagles eagle. That's really interesting. I keep, I see them every day. Like I never saw them before and now they're flying over my apartment all the time. Beautiful. So the eagle can see all perspectives over you and around you. So they can always see the bigger picture. Okay. So open up your eagle in the system, really connect to your eagle. Eagle's really important, especially if there's a dangerous situation or something going on. You want your eagle to check out the whole situation and overlook everything. So you have every angle. Is it kind of like the dragon is kind of centralized in the pelvis, phoenix in the heart, eagle in here, or is it kind of just, yeah? Yeah, yeah. they all give different aspects for me. Okay. So the, the dragon can starts off here from the earth and brings up this earth energy can also fly if he wants you know it's like he can really expand and bring up a lot of power if he needs it like really roar and let it roar out the phoenix can grow huge and open up transformation energy but like really grow huge as well expand expand if needed as needed the eagle has an ability to scan the system or scan a crowd or a dangerous situation to get you out of it i see find their way to get out, find the bigger picture. What What's going on here? I can't see what's going on. I want to scan the system. Mm -hmm. So my the eagle is always looking at, I always have the eagle active in me because I can see what I don't see of myself or see in a situation, I can always go from that field as well. So it's like I'm seeing from every angle at once. Mm -hmm. Cool. And you can do it, that's in your system. Everything's inside you. So you're having a perspective or overview of yourself and of what's happening in your life through your eagle. And the eagle has claws, strong claws as well, if needed. And can, like a falcon, go direct. So it's got a huge force for going direct, like an, a lightning bolt. Beautiful. And then we have for our aura is we have got like a king cobra, but many of them like, they're serpents and they're all from our heart, but they're around us and they work in the astral fields and they're always protecting us in all different fields when we're sleeping or when we're working, they're always checking and they will, they will clean the fields. Cool. Just sense them. Just a moment, just activating them now. I love the cobra. I love the serpents. Mm. They're healers protectors and it's the Kundalini as well. And they have a deep, the snake has an underworld connection as well. So they're rooted as well. They feel the earth. 
So knowing that they're all around you, Will, and they're there all the time for you. And they're yours, it's you, they're aspects of you. Then you have got like a sword, but this is on a soul level, you'll feel it. I'm just gonna open it up, you'll start remembering that sword. And imagine that sword of truth, sword of justice, sword of protection, God's sword, creator sword. And sensing how it feels to have that sword that's there all the time. And that sword goes all the way through your channel, all the way through the that's feeling, sensing that sword in your system, that it's in your system, it's in your spine, it's in all the frequencies of your being. Every fiber of your being, the sword is there. Protection, justice. Truth. And that sword is there to protect you, to protect your child, your inner child. And you have got a shield and that shield protects all your aura and your subtle bodies. How does it feel with the sword and the shield? Do you get a sense? Mm -hmm. I feel like a warrior and I feel like my balls are like alive and I feel this yeah shield of protection around me and it's somehow connected to the strength in my balls. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. I'm going to work a little bit with archetypes, okay? I'm going to bring in Hercules. memory come up um, of when I was probably like eight um, we had some family friends and we were actually hanging out actually at the pool in this hotel down there <laughs> and um, I haven't had this memory come up for a while and he was like maybe like a Hercules energy for me 
this this older guy who's strong and like I was like I want to be like him when I grow up and we both went we dipped underneath the water in the pool and he gave me a high five underneath the water and I just felt this like strong sort of masculine energy almost be transferred to me so I like, so yeah stay with that that transmission stay with that transmission they're all transmissions I'm going to bring in Etina as well, the ancient god Etina. She's very strong. So if, like, imagine you had a mom like Etina and a, a dad like Alexander the Great or Hercules, okay? And bringing those archetypes in, I'm going to drop them into the genetic lines. Gee, that's Alexander the Great behind me here. It's like, I can conquer the world. <laughs> Everything's possible. Beautiful. Yeah. Do you feel the difference? Mm. Okay. So will all the times in your childhood where your inner child didn't trust you, okay, is still out, all right? You can invite your child back, invite your boy back with his qualities. If he feels okay to come back now because you have your sword, you have your shield, you have your Hercules, you have your Alexander the Great, you have your serpents, you have your dragon, you have your phoenix, you have your eagle. Mm -hmm. And then you can invite all your aspects back, your, your qualities from your child, because he's important and he's needed. And all this life force and self-confidence and creativity. And his connection also with his sexual you know, energies and masturbating as he enjoyed it as a kid. His innocence, his adventure curiosity his wholeness lives as well where just different qualities that want to come in adventure strength the warrior the leader honor dignity Clarity. 
Feel like myself again. Thank you. Yes. And tenderness, vulnerability is your strength. Mm. Vulnerability is your courage. your life force, it's your connection with yourself and with others. Vulnerability is your strength. And then just balancing directions because directions are always important to balance and allowing your left side to flow with your right side in a new way. Left supports the right side in a new way. Miracles transformed. Right side flows with the left side in a brand new way. Miracles transformed. Front flows with the back in a brand new way. Miracles transformed. Back flows with the front in a brand new way. Miracles transformed. Above flows with below in a brand new way. Miracles transformed. Above flows with below in a brand new way. Breathing through, yeah, miracles transformed. Your genitals, your sperm is directly connected through the Akashic records with creation and creation down into your heart area below the navel directly, your own direct connection with your own Akashic records. Open in a brand new way. Falls directly connected to universal love and consciousness creation in a brand new way. 
breathing into your cells, this new space. And imagine you were born with this energy as a child and you lived your whole childhood with this level of vibration and all the way through your adult life, all the way up to now and breathing into your new cells. start fresh beginning thank you thank you will thank you you're doing amazing work by the way i always yeah beautiful i love that you're doing this work it's so important and so precious and so sacred and it's so sacred that you're talking so openly and and, and sharing your wisdom and being so vulnerable like in a really pure way it's very very beautiful thanks man yeah. i appreciate that really important because the the male has been so wounded mm. so important to speak out and to clear and to 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 love again and this for me it's like the masculine is very different than the feminine you can't compare. They're not in competition with each other. They're just so different. Mm -hmm. So it's to honor the differences. They don't have to be the same. They're not meant to be the same in the system. They're different. The male, the female is different. Different qualities, different archetypes, different, you know, um, different ways to protect, different ways to, to live. They're very different. So in the world at the moment, they're very diluted. They're trying to be the same, but they're not the same. Mm -hmm. they're, so, so we all have both qualities inside us so it's to love both sides and i feel that's what you're doing with your work it's very sacred and very 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 important thanks damien i that means a lot coming from you and thank you for all the great work you're doing as well mm -hmm. and for bringing your understandings into this realm you know i, I saw that you're going to be offering a workshop on on healing the genitals as well Yes, yeah, yeah. That's going to be on. Where I wrote it down, the twenty fourth and twenty seventh. And um, you know, I feel it's important because we have uh, we have both in our system. Uh, we have the the male vagina. The male vagina is just underneath the testicles, and goes inside. And it's it's interesting. We have got. It's very important to act. For me, it's very important to open both systems. So the webinar is for both men and women because we have both aspects. So I want to work with healing both sides and embodying on both sides. And then you can really go into this creation field of melting into oneness with oneself mm -hmm. and then with your partner as well. But for me, that was the biggest uh, healing in, in, well, the biggest jump in my system on this, this journey was when I worked with integrating both my male and my female to melt and, you know, to, to make love with myself, mm -hmm. to connect to myself, to both, like we can literally, and the body responds to this. I was saying it earlier on, on the break, you know, the, the body responds to, and um, if I, I can fully activate my feminine, and my body will shift 
or my male and my body will shift. Mm -hmm. So it's simply with intention. So in, in relationships, if it's heterosexual, if it's you know to men, to women, it doesn't make a difference. It's about, um, it's like magnets, you're only one, um, but actually it's like magnets. So it's like the feels, the energy feels need the positive and the negative feels to be active, okay? So if one partner can fully surrender into the feminine, and then the other one can say, okay, I, today or whatever, I'm going to be the male, and then allow the energies to flow. What I noticed around intimacy, I work a lot with intimacy and trauma and sexuality, is that because we've so many wounds that our male is not, or our female is not trusting our male, or our male's not trusting our female. So it's like half my system saying, yeah, I want to make love. And the other saying, no, I don't, I don't trust you. So it's like, we're in between both. So the head is active and we're disconnected and we're forcing. That's where we bring in fucking, not connection, you know? And when you go into the energy of fucking, fucking is destruction. Whereas, and you, you deplete, Mm -hmm. if you go into love and connections body soul spirit you are it's like the energy we brought in earlier on that you know it's it's nourishment it's like it's watering all your cells it's nourishing all your cells it's healing yourself it's healing yourself and your partner it's healing all the wounds of the past right. and going into the sacred connection with the gods and that's what you're bringing down and that's what you're bringing down into the field as well Yes. And there can be a ravishment, like there can be a life-giving, like, <clears throat> like being ravished by the divine. Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it can be wild and it can go into different states. Um, but it's to, <laughs> when you really embody and you can bring in your, your warrior or whatever you want to bring in, you know, but when you activate that flame of passion, you can really go wild or you can be very tender or you can build it up again. So there's different states of energy fields that you can bring up. And when you go into that, it can go on and on and on and on. You know, it's just, it's a different state. Bless you. Um, so, yeah, this, so these parts for me are very important to work with and to heal in the system. And when you embody, then all this tension and destruction and hatred is out of the system. Right. That's that's what I, that was the first question I think you wanted to ask me in the interview was about you know the hatred how to deal with the darkness the hatred for me it's we for me it's very important when you clear the genitals and clear the anus and um, it's almost like that hatred is out of the system mm -hmm. that abuse is out of the system because you cleared it in yourself right. the shame is gone the guilt is gone the blame is gone you know all this it's just. And that's, that's where, uh, you know, the different, if you work with different um, uh, STDs, for example, um, they have, they're usually the roots is connected to guilt, shame, self-hatred, not accepting, you know, hatred to oneself, to one's sexuality. So all these, so when you clear these, then you go back into love with oneself and you go back into nourishing oneself. Yes. Um, in Germanic New Medicine, like we, we have an understanding that like something like chlamydia or gonorrhea, it could be an attack conflict or healing soiled conflict in the resolution phase. Uh, like herpes on the genitals could be a separation conflict. So fear of separation, having separated or wanting to separate uh, in the healing phase. And that's what yeah. I love 
German New Medicine so much is it's like when you start to exhibit symptoms, instead of pushing against them, be like, yes, my body's healing because what you resist persists and what you embrace dissolves. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's just the body telling you what's going, you know, it's it's manifesting because it's telling you something. And you you stay with that and embrace it, then the, the full healing takes place. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, Will. Wow. Thank you so much, Damien. That was like next level. How long we've been going on for almost yeah. a nice, a nice juicy podcast. I know. I wanted as well um, about your. I know you were taken down with YouTube, and first of all, my condolences. I know how much work you put in over the fourteen years, and it's interesting. What I got today about that was, I know myself. Like every time things are taken away from me, or I let something go. I have a huge transformation in my system. Mm-hmm. So I think it, on a higher level, you're going to say you've taken a huge jump and this is opening up a huge space for you to take another big leap. And it's going to bring in so much more manifestation than before. Sometimes when we really let go, empty the space, when I'm bringing in techniques or something, I always let them go. People say, oh, you should hold on to them and patent them and say, you know, paint them, but like license them. I was like, no, I let them go. I let them go. So as soon as you let things go, then you open a huge space of your new vibration. I see. Manifest. So this, I feel really big things coming even more to you. You've done amazing already, but I feel another huge jump in your system. Well, I feel it's it can be really, really spun into something very, very great for you. So it's made you stronger. Thank you. And you'll be out there even more. You'll reach even more, I feel. Thank you. Yeah, I got actually a note this morning uh, from Facebook and Instagram. They had gone back, or I think they're really clamping down now specifically on uh, vaccinations. So I, I had said something about my strabismus and this and that on Facebook probably about six months ago. And I guess one of their robots had gone back and this morning said, we are, we will delete your account if you post something like this again. And um, something similar that I'd posted in, in December on Instagram about just the ingredients in, in vaccinations and anybody can go to the CDC and see what sort of adjuvants are in these. So it's not, it's not like it was false information. They said, if you post something like this again, you will be uh, de- deleted from Instagram, which happened to me almost a year ago to the day. So wow. this new Wild Naked Man account is just a year old that I've been building back up. So I, I have experienced a lot of uh, censorship, but, you know, as difficult as it is, as you just said, like I found a great online school platform, Podia, and I'm coaching 60 men from around the world through my Tantra course. And uh, it's kind of like teachable, but you get your funds right away and they're okay with nudity. And because I really felt that was important. I really wanted to teach the men, me being completely naked in almost all of the instructional videos, because I really want to normalize the human body. As you were talking about the beautiful statues in Greece, like uh, in ancient Greece, the men would work out together and philosophize naked in the gymnasiums because gymnos means nude. And I really bring that ethos into my course. So, uh, yeah. So like for every time I get censored, something else opens up and. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I feel another branch of your work opening up. Thank you. Great, Will. Well, thank you. Thank you. My pleasure. And um, for people who want to uh, learn more about Damien and his amazing work, he's got a great YouTube channel with a lot of content on there. If you just type in Damien Wynn, 
uh, and then it's damienwin.com with a hyphen in the middle. Yes, yes, yeah. And I'll put all the links in, in the show notes for. I'm doing this weekend uh, uh, financial flow. Nice. And then I'll be doing later about the genitals as well, working on clearing and bringing yeah, embodiment and love back into the genitals and into your uh, into, into intimacy, but also into creativity and embodiment. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for your time. Yes. Thank you so much, Damien Wynn, for being on the show. That was such a beautiful experience. And I've been spending the rest of my day just really enjoying being juicy and embodied and just going for a nice nature walk and walk around the city and editing this podcast. And I just feel so connected to my manhood and connected to my body and to the earth and to the heavens. So thank you, Damien. Head over to damien-win.com to check out all of his amazing work. And I wish you all a beautiful day wherever you are in the world. Namaste. There is a river that I've discovered. It flows downstream to everything I desire. I paddled so hard against the current, I did not know that all I needed was to let the oars go and just flow. Lessons learned, bridges crossed to get to where we are Let's lose ourselves in this moment We've come so far and we sing
discovered 